Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Wilson. We are back from vacation and have a new sponsor. Today's show is powered by Teaching Textbooks, an award-winning math program for homeschoolers that is sure to make you smile. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. So here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, everybody, uh, it's good to be back in the saddle again. Uh, we've been out of commission for a couple of weeks, really, for a whole month. Uh, we recorded some episodes. In fact, uh, Ben and I recorded our last two episodes. I was sitting on the front porch in, in Louisiana, and uh, shortly after that, I made the trek down uh, the panhandle, and it was right after the hurricane. Uh, my brother, in fact, Kent, uh, he texted me and he's like hey is the hurricane gonna be a problem for you and i'm like what hurricane and he's like are you kidding me (laughs) and so uh uh i was nervous i was nervous about driving uh along the panhandle after that because we had to make like 600 miles from uh new orleans just above that in uh, uh covington um and we had to make 600 miles by the next night uh so we drove down to uh pensacola uh, we were in the Family Man Mobile, and we stopped at a Cracker Barrel. Uh, we, our normal preference would be Walmart, but I wasn't sure if we could do Walmart. And so uh, there was a handy Cracker Barrel. And if you're looking for, you know, if you need to know all the good places to stay in an RV for free, let me know. I'll, I'll we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, but we stopped at a Cracker Barrel, and uh, and so then we drove into from Pensacola, and there was like no damage. And I'm like. Well, maybe they've overreacted, and we kept driving. We drove about, I don't know, 50 miles, and it still seemed like nothing. Uh, 75 miles, we started seeing a few, you know, like a little branch down. And by the time we got to Panama City, it was like a bomb had exploded on I-10. And uh, for the next 100 miles, it was amazing destruction along the the interstate. Uh, and I was worried. I'm like, oh, we're gonna, you know, what if we have any? Will we be able to get any gas and uh, any fuel and um, but that was by the time we got to Tallahassee, uh, I could get fuel and there were trucks rolling each side um, coming to, to utility trucks from all over trying to fix things. So um, but we made it to Florida. We spoke we spoke all over the place. We, we started out in um, Kentucky and went to Memphis. I uh, had one event where Donald Trump was speaking down the road 15 minutes which put a significant dent in my crowd. I don't think I put much of a dent in his crowd. Um, I thought about tweeting him, though, and saying, hey, you ruined my event. Um, But we still had a great time. Um, I met a lot of uh, moms and dads, a lot of homeschooling moms. And moms, I hope you take some comfort in knowing that you're not alone, that the moms in uh, Rockwall, Texas, and the moms in Dallas, and the moms in New Orleans, uh, and in Florida, and in Kentucky, and everywhere else I speak, they're just like you. They're facing the same feelings of inadequacy, <laughs> wondering if they're, you know, if they're going to ruin their kids. In fact, we had we had uh, a dinner with one couple, and they had three or four grown kids, three, maybe four, grown kids, and um, they were talking about their first two kids were just super easy, and they learned to read so easy. And the uh, their third one, I think, they were like, this kid's never going to get it. He's never going to get it. And the mom was doubting her own efforts. And she's like, well, maybe I'm just losing it. Maybe I don't remember how to do it. And she said, oh. And the opportunity came up to, to homeschool her nephew. And she said, perfect. 
I can test my theory on them, maybe sharpen my you know skills. Maybe I haven't been pushing them hard enough. And she said, he got it like this. You know, the, the nephew got it real easy. And she just figured out it was her own son uh, and not her. It, not the problem. It wasn't a problem. But she just uh, for, had forgotten that everybody learns on there their own so um and then we made it down into uh fort wilderness where we had eight or nine days of pure bliss and i'm telling you this is why we homeschool uh our entire family was there ben was there with his wife and daughter and they they drove the their camper down and ben uh i don't think you you haven't ex- told everybody how your the experience went went how was your first camper experience Overall, it was great. Uh, when we were down there, it was super nice. I mean, in Florida, you know, there's uh, the weather was perfect, but going down was horrible. Uh, <laughs> the, we like we're going to plan on stopping. Uh, let's see, it was like we were going to stop in between Nashville and Chattanooga, uh, but we got pretty late. It was like one, almost one, and we were like, we just got to stop because Renly, our daughter, was, uh, you know, we just needed to put her down. So we pulled over and it was so freezing cold and Renly had slept for like four hours at that point or five hours. So she like woke up when we moved her over into the camper and was ready to go for the whole night. So we laid there for like three hours and she was just sitting there the entire time playing and stuff in our beds. She would not fall asleep, which kept us up and it was so freezing cold and it was so bright in the lights from the Walmart so uh, I ended up just getting up like a couple hours after we sat the parked and just driving the rest. And I don't know where the time went, but we left at three o'clock the day before and didn't get there till six the next day. But, you know, it was it was fun once we got there. And then the way back was way easier. We stopped a lot earlier and kind of figured out what worked for us. So it was it was fun. And I know some of you have like followed Rissa's uh, Facebook post and you see all these smiling pictures of her and her husband and. And her sweet, darling daughter. But Brissa was saying, um, she goes, yeah, it was really hard. There were a lot of tears and a lot of mean things were said. <laughs> Lots yeah. of mean things. She said that like once or twice, you know, because that's normal. That's what yeah. people under stress in an RV uh, say to each other. But it was a great time. And I assume, Ben, you're ready to go back right now. Yep. Birdie counting down. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we had a great time. We not only at, uh, while we were there, but we went to Legoland. And Ben's never been to Legoland. And uh, I'll tell you, if you have a child who is a Lego maniac, um, it is like Lego he- heaven. Uh, my uh, son, second youngest, Cal, he loves Lego, so he always thought about going to Legoland. And we just happened to be speaking in Winter Haven, Florida, right next to Legoland. In fact, the Walmart we stayed at. Uh, was just, you know, two miles away. We went right by the front gate. And uh, so we went to Legoland. Now, if you're ever considering going, it's super expensive. It's like $100 a ticket. Now, you can stay an extra day for free, or you can go get a lifetime membership for $10 more. Um, But they also have uh, lots of deals. Um, In fact, if you go to Walmart and you pick up one of those little Lego bags that – uh, they're like three ninety five, three dollars and ninety five cents. They've got you know a few little Legos in my 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 two little boys. They love those things. On the back, they have you know children get in free, right? Child gets in free, and so we got three free tickets. Um, it still was expensive, but it made it more reasonable. So if you're thinking about going, don't go in there and pay full price. Make sure you look around and get some deals. We also went. Uh, we didn't do a lot of sightseeing because we were. Um, 
we were on a pretty tight schedule. We were speaking just about every every evening and sometimes even twice on a day. Um, but we also went in Memphis called the Slave Haven, uh, which was part of the Underground Railroad. If you want a uh, kind of an interesting little field trip, you're in the Memphis area after you get done going to Graceland or somewhere like that. You can go to the Lorraine Hotel and see where Martin Luther King Jr. was uh, killed. Um, but this uh, Slave Haven is kind of like on the outskirts of town. And it's really cool. Uh, you know, they kind of give you history, not just of the Underground Railroad, but slavery in general. And I'll tell you, for my kids, who are all white kids, uh, it was it was just really uh, it was uh, educational. Uh, it was just it was neat to see uh, a different perspective, um, not my perspective. And uh, you kind of go through this house, and you hear about the. Uh, slavery in the Memphis area and then you finish up your whole tour um, by being in this little tiny basement uh, and by basement it's not a basement it's like a little root cellar and it's probably uh, eight foot square maybe um, it's brick sides kind of concrete it was probably dirt floor at one time and uh, you know they turn off the lights and said this is where they stayed you know as they were coming up um, uh, from the south on their way to uh, Cairo, Illinois, which was uh, freedom. Uh, and it was just, it was really um, something. So if you're looking for something good to do, something to expose your children to, uh, the Slave Haven in Memphis is a great place. The other big news is uh, not only now do I have um, Sam, who's engaged to his fiance McKenna, I now have another engagement. Um, which happened, I don't know what day, like the 13th maybe of October. Uh, my son Ike, who's 19, he's going to be 20 uh, when he gets married, 20 and a half, they're clear, they're, they say. Um, uh, he got engaged to uh, Carolyn, and Carolyn just happens to be Rissa's sister. So that is super, super cool. Um, and the news yesterday is that we're going to have it in our yard. Uh, again, which we had Ben and Russ's wedding, and Ben and Russ's wedding was perfect. Um, I knew we were going to have this problem when they had a perfect wedding in our yard because we were hoping maybe it would rain so nobody would ever want to have one in our yard again because the stress is incredible. Um, but we're super excited um, about that. And I'll tell you, uh, uh, Rissa has one of, an amazing sister, and uh, she's going to be in a great addition to our family. Um, and, you know, just a little side note. Um, the really cool thing about all that, and I, I think you saw Carolyn, if you go back and you view our um, uh, live show, yeah, our live kickoff show, uh, Carolyn was in it, and uh, uh, y- you know, you always wonder. I mean, like when Ben was, you know, a young man, you wonder, is anybody ever gonna like this guy? <laughs> and then when someone comes along, and it's Rissa, and you go, wow, this is this is who Rissa was made for and who Ben was made for. I feel the same thing with Carolyn. I feel the same way with um, McKenna for Sam. And it's just, it's just a really, really neat thing. Well, Ben, we can't chit chat all evening. Um, uh, I think we were going to, we're going to kind of start things off with a question. Uh, we had a question over on Facebook that someone posted and actually that someone is Janelle Smith who happens to be in my small group or our small co-op 
um, which I'm the gym teacher at. Uh, and uh, Janelle had a question, Ben. You want to read it? Yeah. So she said, um, you already said, so I have a question. I'm trying to be done with the school part of the day by lunch or shortly after. However, with having five kids and all of different, uh, having different needs, I'm having a hard time doing this simultaneously. Any suggestions? Thank you. You both rock. Uh, well, you know, uh, I, I went to the, to the experts. So I asked my wife, um, because I am a proponent. I think, you know, for most of our school, we could be done by noon. Now, that's in a perfect world. And that's with, you know, getting up at a decent time, uh, not having any interruptions in the morning. You know, you don't have any sick kids. You know, you didn't have a snow. You didn't have a hurricane. And you start at a decent time. And you can be done in a few hours, really, with most of your kids. Now, your older kids may have a few things in the afternoon. Um, but I remember a time, and this is what I asked Debbie. Uh, I remember a time when... Uh, we had some little kids, you know, babies, and they kind of interrupted things. So there were times uh, that Debbie reminded me that she would do part of her school, school day. You know, she might do the the loud subjects like math and and uh, uh, you know, some of them did keyboarding or um, you know, like learning to type, not keyboarding like play the piano, which would be fine too. Uh, we just our kids didn't learn any of that. Um, uh, or they might do, you know, some of the worksheet kind of things. And then in the afternoon, uh, she might do read alouds. So again, that might only take another 45 minutes after lunch. Um, and even now, uh, sometimes Debbie won't get started early and she'll say, Hey guys, after lunch, we're going to do a little bit of school. It's not, you shouldn't feel guilty if you have to do school in the afternoon and that's okay to juggle things. It is a juggling act. So, um, you know, I know Janelle's asking really the question for lots of people. But again, I think the thing is we tend to go too long. Um, and then it just fatigues everybody. Everybody's cranky. And uh, moms don't like don't uh, like homeschooling because they, they'll, they'll say it takes too long. And not only does it take too long from you, but it makes you tired. And then when your husband comes home, he's like, well, she doesn't have anything left for me. Um, again, I think that's because we're going too long. So, you know, you have to juggle things. Uh uh, but, uh, uh, but that's okay. And that's just part of homeschooling. You do it when it fits best. Um, there were times when sometimes she wouldn't even do it in the morning. She'd do it in the afternoon because maybe we'd have a baby who was taking a nap and then she could give d devoted time, uh, totally to that. I'm going to take a minute here to interrupt to hear a word from our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. Teaching Textbooks is a complete math program for homeschoolers that begins with grade 3 and continues all the way through pre-calculus. Their newest 3.0 version is an online curriculum that works on Macs, Windows, Chromebooks, or smartphones and tablets. As Barbara from Oklahoma says, my daughter finally gets it. This is the most understandable and student-friendly algebra program I've seen yet. The easy-to-understand lessons speak directly to students and are written in a clear language, not mathese. So even the mathematically challenged parent or student can grasp the concepts. To learn more about their free trial and to check out the large family plan pricing, go to teachingtextbooks.com. We thank them for their sponsorship of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast, and we encourage you to go check them out. Okay, well, we're going to let, use that as kind of our turning point uh, uh, and maybe uh, spend just a few minutes here talking about, um, you know, when things aren't quite going like you think they should in your homeschool day. Because, you know, the, the truth is, here we are, um, this is going to come out like the 1st of November. Um, you've had at least two months, you know, uh, September and October. Maybe if you were a little energetic, you did a little bit of, in August. Um, 
And, you know, I know that you come to this point where you've, you've been plugging away for two months and some of the things you're just like, you're hating. You hate getting up in the morning and knowing you have to face this stupid curriculum that you've been using. And you're tired of looking at the same pictures. You're tired of only, you know, getting through so far. You're tired of the same repetition. And you're like, man, is, this is just not working. And I, I thought, you know, really, everybody, every mom, homeschooling mom needs a little coach to get you through that little sticking point. Um, because, you know, people do different things when they get to that point. Um, some moms, you know, they kind of come to that, that, that wall again, that, that, that sticking place and they decide they're just going to stomach it through and they're just going to push on through and the kids are crying and they're miserable and you hate every minute of it. Um, other moms kind of ignore it. They ignore that their kids are crying. They ignore that it doesn't seem very joyful. They ignore the fact that their kids are maybe lying about doing their lessons. And yes, everybody has kids who lie about doing their lessons. I know one of our kids, um, they used to, they, they, they hid their lesson. One time they hid it so well we could never find it. In fact, we still think it's stuck in one of our couches, we, you know, in the liner. We even ripped open the bottom of the liner. Um, and ben, I won't let you guess which brother that was. Um, but uh, we never did find it. Um, but you know, or, or maybe you make excuses, you know, like, Oh, well, you know, they're, they're just not, they're, they're just not getting it yet, but they're going to, or, you know, they're just not thinking like this, but if we keep going or pushing on, um, and, and the thing again is maybe it's time to change, change directions. And I'll tell you right off the bat, there is nothing wrong with doing that. You don't need to feel guilty that the math program you are using right now, you hate. That's okay. Um, you don't have to feel guilty that your kids may not seem to get uh, your Latin roots or your, or yeah, I don't know, your rhubarb roots. I don't know, any of those roots. Um, and it's okay to make adjustments. In fact, I think there's kind of a, uh, you know, there's a plug versus chug, you know, where you, you have to sometimes plug through certain things and other things you can just chug them, you know, you can get rid of them. So I would say to you moms, if you're, uh, if you're, you know, if you're facing that dilemma and it's not bringing you joy, it's not bringing your kids joy, it's time to kind of assess. Um, maybe you can tweak things and you can say, well, what part don't we like? Uh, we don't like how many problems there are. You don't have to do all the problems. Just because they give you a worksheet that says you have to go through, you don't have to do that. You can break the whole thing into two. You can just do the first 10 problems or the first five problems and then skip the other five problems and then move on to the next lesson. Um, or you can break it in, you know, you can make it take longer if you'd like. Um, there are some things that you can't chuck, you know, like math facts. Um, you know, math facts just have to be done the old fashioned way. You can try to get things that make them rhyme. You can put them into song, um, but you still have to just plug through them. So, you know, you may hate doing it, but you still got to do it. Um, and, and maybe that's the mindset where you say, OK, this is not going to be fun. I'm not going to pretend it's going to be fun. I'm not going to try to make it fun, but we're just going to do it. And I think that's where it's real important not to go too long. Um, so, you know, for math facts, 
we we plug through those things. Um, if it's something else like, uh, you know, with a, a, a little a, before they learn to read and you're doing sing spelled read and write, you know, you have to still go through the a- a- apple blah, blah, ball. Do you remember that song, Ben? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't think anyone can ever forget that one. <laughs> you probably still have dreams about it, don't you? Um, Sometimes. <laughs> you know, so you have to do those things, whether you like it or not. But then on other things, you know, maybe as your kids are a little bit older, if you're right in the middle of a book, I know, uh, Debbie, I wish I could think of the, uh, what are all the, Ben, you might know, what are all the name, the stories that were uh, Mr. Toad stories? Do you remember the names of those? Wind in the Willows? Wind in the Willows, but there was like a whole series of those, um, uh, you know, and they were all these animals and they all lived down in the river and they were all it was whatever those are. Somebody could tell me. Somebody tell me. Um, Debbie got through like two of them and she's like, I cannot stand these things anymore. And, you know, I encouraged her. I said, then stop. Um, and she's like, oh, I don't know. They wouldn't put them on there if they weren't really good books. And I'm like, well, you know, you can stop if you don't like them. In fact, you need to. Uh, and you can do the same, Mom. So if you're not liking uh, how your history is going, just stop doing it. Um, uh, and then try something else. You know, there are so many options. Again, that's the thing about Smiling Homeschooler. We want it to be, we want to encourage you to find things that make you and your kids smile. If they're not smiling, then get rid of it. Uh and, and so, in fact, you know, I'll tell you, that's what saddens me the most about um, uh, sometimes when I'm out there talking with different uh, parents and I talk to moms. There are a lot of moms out there and, and, and probably even you who uh, are operate under this motivation of really guilt and most of it. You know, you feel like, well, they said that if I didn't do apologia that, you know, that my kids are never going to get into college. That's not true. Apology is a great thing, but if you don't like apology, you don't have to do it. Um, or that they said, you know, whatever I, my wife was just telling me about a, a program that I've never heard of that's fairly popular. Um, I, I won't say that. I won't say that it's fairly popular. I'll say it's used by 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 many, um, and it advocates long periods of time. Uh, and I was having a conversation with a. a with a, a kid and they just casually said, oh, I, they were out of high school and they said, oh, I would never want to go back to high school because high school was so hard. And when I heard that, I thought that is so sad to me because I hope that for Ben and I hope for my other kids that they would look back at their school time, their homeschool time at our house as the best time ever, that they would think, oh, well, well, I'd love to go back because we read all these amazing stories and we got to hang around our house. We got to play and we got to do great things. And then it would be a place that was like a haven, not a place that you didn't want to return to because your mom was a nut and uh, she just drove you so hard and pushed you so hard because she felt that she had to. So, mom, I'm going to if you're feeling like you're kind of stuck in a place, I'd like you to just kind of do a little analysis, talk to your husband and then together, if you have to make some changes, make the changes and don't feel guilty about it. And I know husbands, if you're listening with your wives, and I some, know some of you are, some of us husbands put a lot of pressure on our wives because we say, you know, well, you paid $350 for that thing, and now you're going to get rid of it? Um, 
Husbands, let your wife get rid of it um, because it's like using a tool that just doesn't work. You know, it seemed like it was a good thing. She did her research or she checked. She thought it was going to work. It didn't work. Um, that's the way it goes with everybody. Um, so, you know, let her make those changes. Uh, and on the other end of that, wives, you can help us out, us husbands, if instead of just holding on to it, you know, put it on eBay. You'll probably sell it in like in a, in a half a minute to some other sucker, you know, who, who thinks it's going to be wonderful, too. Um, but, uh, um, but make the change, make the change now. And Hey, if you have to order and it takes you three weeks, enjoy those three weeks of just, uh, being with your children. Um, well, you know, uh, I'm going to close this thing down here. Uh, but, uh, I t- talking about teaching textbooks and, uh, uh, I mentioned another one just a few minutes ago. Uh, did I mention? Oh, uh, Sing, Spell, Read, and Write. Um, we're, we, we put something over on our website, and I think it's going to be up on Facebook tomorrow. Um, it's a little uh, see how well you know your curriculum kind of thing. And uh, so there are a bunch of little pictures of little segments of uh, logos of uh, some of the homeschool curriculum and businesses. And I want to see how well you know them. Uh, you can take the little test. And see where you fall in the spectrum of your homeschool knowledge. Uh, well, Mom, I just want to encourage you and remind you that you're doing an awesome, awesome job. Um, it may not feel like it. I talked to my wife today after school because, again, we were gone for a, a month, you know, and she was doing some school in, in the RV. She was reading, but she had a, her first official day back today, which is Monday as we record this, and she's like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. You know, uh, and she's thinking her kids are stupid. You know, they just don't know anything. That's not true. It's a lie that she she's believing. She doesn't see the progress. You don't see the progress. And the amazing thing is, is that you get to have your kids at home, and that's worth the price of admission. And that should make you smile. So have a great week. You know, if you have to adjust, adjust. But make sure you take advantage of this fall weather. I don't know, Ben, you guys haven't listened to any Christmas music, have you yet? Well, when I walked home, or in, uh, it was playing on our Google Home. Uh, there was Christmas mu- music. Krista was looking at me, and she's like, well, your dad was playing it, so we can too. I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> We started listening to it on the way back from Florida because it was raining and drizzling for like three yeah. days. Once it starts and... getting cold, I'm pretty like, okay, okay. Let's, let's go ahead and start. Because, I mean, you know, the November to December just goes so fast. So you kind of need, need a little bit more time than a month. So it would be a perfect little distraction. Put in a little Christmas music. Maybe uh, tomorrow as you do school, enjoy the day. Maybe even talk about Christmas. And uh, whatever you do, make sure you're smiling. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. We hope you found it fun and encouraging. If you'd like to check out more from The Smiling Homeschooler, you can visit our website at thesmilinghomeschooler.com. We want to thank Teaching Textbooks for making today's show possible. You can learn more about all their great math products and affordable pricing at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling. Counting my blessings I think about a nursery And I picture curly heads And one by one I count them As they slumber in their beds If you're worried Then you can't 
Just count your blessings instead of sheep And you'll fall asleep Counting your blessings